he's Canadian. I mean, what's not to love about country music? <laughs> well, he's Canadian if he doesn't like country music. I'm going to do the American way and yeah, push him in. Yeah, stick a boot in your butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we like you. Uh, welcome to yet another great episode. I believe this is episode 167 of Chill Filtered, and we are drinking uh, a special single barrel, and we'll get to that later, but before we get to anything, uh, I wanted to ask uh, to you to uh, consider uh, telling your friends about us. Uh, and yeah, if you're, if you're a fan, uh, who's to say one of your best whiskey friends is not going to be a fan. So spread the word. We would love for, uh, for chill filter to grow and grow and grow. And I know you guys want that too. If you guys are, have listened to your, you know, fourth episode and you're hooked, uh, now's the time to <laughs> spread the word. So, um, that's all the business I have for today and hit us up on Instagram. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I got. Robbie. I know you went back to school this past week. How's how's life been? Horrible. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Dude, it's it's been rough. Oh my gosh. So last year, like it was like reinventing the wheel. Oh really? We're, yeah, we started off. It's like, okay, you're gonna do what you did, but you're gonna do it all remotely. Oof. And so we did that. And then it mm. was like, okay, you're gonna do what you did remotely, but you're gonna do it half the time remotely, half the time with kids in your class. Mm-hmm. that was tricky and then it was like okay so now that you've got things established now all your kids are going to come back and you got to redo a new okay we did it that was a little easier but still tricky mm-hmm. and this year is tricky in a whole not- like last year like last year i felt like i could retire i could quit and wow. i could move on mm-hmm. this year i feel the same way but for different reasons like i am mm-hmm. short-staffed right now like i'm missing i need two more people to help in my classroom um and I was so like out of 12 kids, I have three that have returned to my classroom and then the rest are all brand new kids. So the like majority of brand new and I'm like, and without staff, like, dude, I'm just struggling. I feel like I'm, I'm barely staying afloat. So That's right. how am I doing? I'm rough. It is rough. It, like I'm just like stressed out so much right now. And typically at the new school year, I say, okay, wait till october by the time mm-hmm. it's october got to kind of figure it out and we're good to go yeah. i'm hoping that's the case but it's been a rough rough start to the school year as far as work goes now that being said it's also been pretty nice amara started middle school she's at my middle oh, my, wow. my school this year yeah so wow. she's she's a sixth grader now and uh it's been awesome like dude i've needed her at my school more than she's needed me uh-huh like like the first couple of days, like, hey, Mara, I was looking for you. Like, you can come into my, could you come into my room like at this time or that time? And she comes in, I just give her a big hug. I'm like, I oh. love you so much. I just need to feel loved. And like, oh, that's great. It. Yeah. And then, uh, so, but she's been doing awesome. Like, she started cross country. Wow. She wasn't a big fan of it at first. And then the more she's done it, she's like, I, I'm kind of going with these girls and they're, they're just kind of walking sometimes. I just want to run. Wow. And so, like, that's she's, great. And she's like, and today she's like, I beat a boy. And it was awesome. Yeah, and like, so she, good so honor. Like, yeah, she's starting to take some pride in it and really be like, I kind of like running. Like she's gotten mm-hmm. to like, yeah. So she's doing a great job, and it's nice having her at my school. She's and, she's uh, got the height and the and the like, just the 
legs she, for it you know it sounds weird but yeah she's she she's, looks she's, built for she's it got the length yeah she, I mean, mm. when she was real little like she she was a good runner and then we had the twins and it was kind of like we all just we all just didn't weren't as active because we were mm. sitting around and now we're at the point where we're more active again which is nice but she's ethiopian too she's got that blood yeah. in her and mm-hmm. you know so long who knows um, who knows but yeah so that's been awesome and then like put a swing set together tonight with like this ooh. big this big like the the twins had like we bought a smaller play structure okay and like amara gets on it now and it creaks like i've stopped getting on it because it's like i get something we'll i remember that out. yeah 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 yeah. so we bought them like this big heavy duty like 10 Ooh. foot swing set so put that together tonight and uh daddy can swing on it which is awesome Ooh. but i get dizzy i might puke so you know i knows? took that I remember taking that picture of Juniper on it and it was basically yeah. like, and then me and Juniper were on it actually now that I remember it. And it was basically a punk band uh, album cover <laughs> as I, Blurring as I always said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, no, man. So uh, how am I doing? It's the facts of life. I take the good. I take the bad. I took them both. And now mm. I have the facts Ooh. of life. The facts of life. That's deep. So it was deep. If you were to, and maybe you even shouldn't think about this, but if you were to quit being a teacher, what would you do? So here's the, I've always thought I would go into like nursing. Oh, you'd be a great nurse. Yeah, but now that doesn't seem like a great option at this point of life either. <laughs> like Give it a few years. Go to school and hopefully COVID will be done yeah, by then. <laughs> that's, that's, it's such a, I mean, like jump ship for one, from one stressful position to another, but yeah. Yeah, no, I love I love teaching though, and it's nice because yeah. like I got the I got the same schedule as the kids, so I, I may be stressed out, but I got mm-hmm. the same schedule as my kids. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Wow. What about you, what about you, man? How you doing? Doing good. Uh, good. Today, okay. We need one of us to do good. Yeah. No. It's. Uh, so yeah, I can't say that live yet. Um, but uh, uh you know we we're having this weekend is labor day weekend and this mm-hmm. episode will be released on labor day uh labor but my day, in-laws are coming into town labor day um <laughs> yeah it's just it just came up on us quick and, and i wasn't I, I was like sweet i get monday off and um so that'll be good we're going likely to sedona arizona uh, on nice. sunday and that should be fun uh you know taking the in-laws there and uh they're excited you know they'll get to see beck again and she's you know two months older now so uh, i'm excited for them and and her parents are awesome her dad is like i've probably said this on the podcast before her dad is like one of the greatest men i know he's like just such a good guy and um yeah so i'm excited for that and then two weeks after that my parents will be in town again and they'll be enjoying seeing Beck too and then soon soon it'll be <laughs> Thanksgiving sequel. yeah the sequel Beck two the which sequel. is pretty much each one of my you know our sets of parents are coming in two months after they originally did so That's that should awesome. be fun yeah and then uh and they'll get to see Beck you know a little bigger Beck has been awesome uh, for those who don't know Beck is my new daughter of two and a half months and she is so smiley and just like her smiles are whole body experiences, which is like melts my heart where she just sees daddy or mommy. And and the funny thing is you, you, like, well, she yeah, like to finish that, she like just does this whole like whole body movement when she's smiling. Um, but <laughs> the crazy thing is 
I do that is, too when I see you, Cole. You're like, ooh. Mostly, uh, 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 poop my uh, pants. Yeah, pooping your <laughs> pants is really what it is. But you know, like, I don't know when your twins started to show a little personality. Uh, but Beck has doesn't have much that we can say like this is who Beck is. Uh, but we started to get a little bit recently where she will basically not cry for attention, but kind of like make a noise where you're like, should I check on her? And she you check on her and she goes, hi. Like she just smiles and she's like, <laughs> she's like, hi there. And uh, so that's kind of part of her personality. She's a little Ooh. bit, uh, she loves good attention, uh, but they, it's so cute. They learn, to, they learn how to socially manipulate at mm-hmm. such a young age. Oh, it's yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. And I will say this. So I, I don't know if it's like between the twins. I think like early on, there's definitely personality developed between the two of them. Oh, and I don't sure. know if I would notice it if it wasn't twins because like they would do things and it's definitely I can like I can compare them at the same age and then seeing mm-hmm. them now at the same age and be like, oh, my gosh, that was completely how they were when they were that age. You know, like, oh, wow, it yeah. wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't just baby behavior. It was baby behavior, but it was like Junie was feisty and Junie <laughs> and Finley was complacent and loving and she's still complacent and loving like yeah so i don't know it's great but it's crazy yeah they you don't expect that from a kid a little baby like where she's like yeah and she's like yeah just want to check on you yeah (laughs) but they do it (laughs) yeah so cute have you uh did i tell you that i started watching ted lasso you did not say that yeah and i like it longer Dude. We just finished season one and I really enjoy it. And it's actually like it's stuck, which you know how hard that is for me with TV. Ever so, since good, good on you. The incident. Yep. Since lost. <laughs> oh, dude, that show. Do you, so when you finish an episode of that, do you just think to yourself, I want to be a better person? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I, I there's, okay, well, there's you're a better a... person than I am because you're already there. But when I, I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. I want to be a better person. <laughs> That's uh, so it's funny how you say that because sometimes I'll write like a card to, to Heather mm-hmm. um, and what I'll usually like, I'll listen to music when I'm like writing her a card to kind of just mm-hmm. feel like, you know, um, get the thoughts flowing, get that, that appreciation and that love flowing from my heart. Um, but I'll listen to nineties country music when uh, I, I write her a card because that music like there was something about the 90s before country became about girls beers and trucks um that was like meaningful i mean like like you know even like toby keith for example dude's a tool in my opinion uh these days uh, but wow. in the 90s he was actually like really like uh what's the word like almost like vulnerable in his songs and uh, before he became like pro, like, uh, like, I don't know, like, I'm, I, I can very much appreciate our country, but he was like, he, like the song where he's like, we'll stick a boot in your, and he uses the A word and he's like, that's the American way. And, and I'm all about that in a way, <laughs> but I'm not about that because he, he like transformed into this like tool in my opinion. And uh, and I don't think everyone that's like I want to clarify people that are about America are not tools. Um, some might be, but that's your average, you know, distribution of tools applies to those people and applies to other people, in my opinion. <laughs> anyway, um, but he became a whole different person and like super uh, arrogant, in my opinion. But his 90s songs were like super vulnerable. And he's like talking about like 
uh, I should have been a cowboy or like uh, or you shouldn't kiss me like that because I might think you love me. But it was like vulnerable. It wasn't like I'm calling mm-hmm. the shots here or anything like that. Uh, and Toby Keith's just an example. But when I listen to I should have learned to rope and ride. It should have learned hold or what does he say? Uh, should have been a cowboy. Should have learned to rope and ride. Uh, wearing my six shooter, riding my pony on a cattle drive. Yeah. Anyway, that's a <laughs> shout out to Jason Preston who listens to Chris Stapleton, which we consider country music. Um, but uh, <laughs> but I don't think he considers it country music or something like that. So um, I love. I don't know. It's like Toby Keith song from the '90s is a shout out to Jason Preston. Jason Preston can appreciate good folksy country music. I hope. He's Canadian. I mean, what's not to love about country music? <laughs> well, he's Canadian. If he doesn't like country music, I'm going to do the American way. And yeah, stick, him stick in the- a boot in your butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But yeah, okay. Jason Preston understands what. what we mean. Yeah, you please. Know, I, you, you said a lot there about country music, and I can just say most of it's not, not me. I'm not. Yeah. I, I grew do, up. Well, I like yeah. Dwight, I like '90s White Yoakum. Dude, and '90s like, White Yoakum was a good White Yoakum. Was, was Garth Brooks' album "The River"? Was the that was '90s? Uh, I don't know what if it was that? the album, but that was definitely one of the his album hits. with the river yeah. on it. I remember mm-hmm. uh, driving, riding in my neighbor Brent Quinton's Ford F one fifty, listening to that album, and I like that album. So you know, well, if right. you're driving in your friend's F one fifty, it's uh, it's like the perfect moment. You know, it's like yeah. it's like a it's like a what, what's the what's the product that's like that's like a Nestle moment or that's like a Rolex oh, moment or something, or not Rolex or like Rolades moment or something like or like a or like a La, uh, Xlax moment or bush I don't beans. even know. It's a bush beans moment. We're gonna use that from now on. That's a bush <laughs> beans moment when you're driving in your friend's F one fifty listening to Garth Brooks. That's a bush that bush bean, bush's baked moment. beans moment. Yeah. So okay, we were we were in sync there for a second till you went to bake. And yeah, I said baked. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, Cole? Because I do have one thing to say that makes me sad. Oh, I'm not ready for that. Yeah, but you can go ahead. Are you? Is that all how you're doing? Are you done how you're doing? I think so, yeah. We might as well I, send it to break pretty soon, but I want to hear what you have to say. Oh, I forgot it was Labor Day weekend. And one thing that sucks about my school this year is I requested the day off a while ago, and I can't take Friday off. And on Friday, my wife and I were going to drive to Ogden, Utah, and go Aww. to a Spoon concert, and I can't get help. Don't have a sub, so I can't go. Can I go? I mean, can I, uh, you know, be your substitute? Yeah, fly on up, man. Would they you accept go? me? Uh, Special education so might not. Short. <laughs> if we it were a math teacher. Sh- we are so short on subs right now that, yeah, they probably would. That as long stinks. as you have a college degree and a clean record. No, you didn't need hey. a college degree. I think you just need a high school diploma. Really? I think so. I don't yeah. know. That's not teach. my forte. I'll just but put on a movie. Cool. I'm sad. Can I'm we do sorry, something man. that makes me happy? Can we listen to your history? Yes. Let's listen to history. And are you are you entry buzzing? Because you should be entry buzzing right now. I had some caffeine because I'm tired. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So let's send it to break. <laughs> uh, I'm not into that kind of drug, um, as you know. But... <laughs> um let's send it to break and we'll be right back we'll talk about history with a few notes before we get to history but uh let's go for a quick walk we'll be right back
And we're back. We're back. We're back. Uh, with Chill Filtered, if, in case you were wondering. Um, <laughs> so a few notes I wanted to get to before I get to the history this week. Uh, big shout out to John Montero. Uh, wanted to say big thank you to John for being the editor of our podcast over the last year and a half. Mm -hmm. uh, we're moving more toward uh, video, and I have been learning to edit uh, through uh, kind of the programs we've used previously. Uh, so we thought it would be good to save uh, some more of our expense budget uh, for live streaming potential instead of outsourcing editing. So John has been awesome, and yeah. he's actually really set a great precedent for for the the format yeah. of our editing for the show. Uh, so we wanted, and we definitely are keeping him on the Chill Filter team when we need him. So thanks again, John, if you're listening. I assume you are. Uh, and then secondly, real quick, I wanted to talk about we we talked about this uh, a while ago, and it's been a little bit of a delay. Uh, chill filter drink alongs. We are mm -hmm. doing our first September drink along, and that'll be September the 12th, Sunday at 3 30 Eastern Time, and that means 2 30 Central Time, 1 30 Mountain Time, and then uh, 12 30 Arizona and Pacific Time. Uh, so we'll, we'll put that on our Instagram as well. But for those uh, of our Patreon supporters that already have a sample. Uh, which, if you want to be a part of the drink-alongs, you got to get on Patreon at a $10 tier or more. Uh, but you can be a part of this as well. Uh, but we are going to be drinking Stellum Rye, uh, which is a cast-strength rye from the uh, Barrel Spirits. Uh, and I'm really excited about it, actually. Uh, but we're going to drink it with our Patreon people. So uh, those, those of you who are on Patreon... Uh, keep an eye out. Uh, we're going to be doing a, a YouTube live video and you guys can comment along the way. You guys can be a part of it. We intend for you to be drinking with us. So hopefully that works for everyone. And so we um, want them to drink with us. Yeah, they got their is, they got their samples already. Is, is that what you mean by drink along? That's exactly what oh, I mean. Oh, OK, along. I got you now. I got you. And if you're not a Patreon person and you want to be a Patreon person, that's great. But if you're pa not a Patreon person and you want to buy a Stellum Rye bottle, you can join in too. It's all good, baby. Uh, so that's what and, I got to say about drink-alongs. And, and mm -hmm. if you don't buy a Stellum Rye and you want to buy yourself a little bit of uh, Screwball, Screwball, you can drink with us. Peanut butter Just whiskey. Not what we're drinking. Just exactly. not what we're drinking. That's yeah, so join okay. in. It is open to everyone. But if you want to have that same sample... Get on patreon.com slash chill filtered. Uh, so, and then one quick shout out to Bryce Marita, one of our favorite Patreon uh, listeners, uh, for providing the sample that we're drinking today. Yeah, that guy's all Jumbo right. Jackos. He gave us some J Jumbo Jackos. That's right. We got to send those via courier. How oh, man. If we're, if we're sending Jumbo Jackos on two to three day courier ship, I guess we could, you could do. You could do that through the mail. That stuff's got plenty of uh, preservatives, probably in yeah, it. <laughs> it's not, it's not going bad. You might. Speaking of a tummy ache. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of preservatives, preservatives. Though, I lost three point nine pounds last week. Oh, nice. So that's you're a lot of pounds. Yeah. You so you don't. I don't have money. to lose any weight this week in order to uh, keep under the curve of the nice one point five pound trajectory. So. That's pretty cool, but I'm gonna gonna you know keep losing until I get to my goal weight. So, uh, but yeah, that's it for the notes. Uh, let's get into new riff single. Oh, we didn't even mention what we're drinking today, but it's obviously on the title of the podcast episode you clicked on when you but clicked you know on what? this. We have so many people who we get to hang out with every week that they probably just it just plays and they're like, oh, 
yeah Time for chill filter didn't even read yeah it. Time, time to hop on um mm-hmm. and and this was decided via or uh through uh two pick tuesday the first one in a while so we're really grateful we, for everyone yes. voting we had uh the j henry uh barrel pick versus uh new riff this week j henry or j henry didn't win but there were a lot of strong opinions which i dig uh anyway uh this is not our first new riff product on the podcast episode 89 uh we drank new riff single barrel rye uh, and that specific single barrel rye was one eleven point six proof. Uh, and so let's talk a little bit about New Rift Distilling. Uh, it started only uh, what is this year? It's twenty twenty one, so only eight years, seven years ago, seven to eight years ago. Uh, started in twenty fourteen by a guy named Ken Lewis. Uh, it's based in Newport, Kentucky, which is basically just the Kentucky side of uh, Cincinnati. Because uh, the Cincinnati's right on the border of Kentucky and Ohio. Uh, what I really like about New Riff is this: uh, they've always intended to properly age their whiskey, uh, and and often that takes years to properly age whiskey. Uh, but what do you do when you're not making money off selling bottles because all your whiskey is still in a barrel? Uh, here's an idea. Dance. Yeah, you you get money from tap dancing on the corner of the street in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and you kind of use that to live until what, all the barrels. And what are... song do you dance to that keeps people entertained? Probably Kesha. Your love is my drug. And, well, um... <laughs> I, actually, I was going to say any new riff that might keep you people entertained. Ayo, yeah, <laughs> or Toby Keith, perchance. Probably, yeah. probably Kesha though. Yeah, probably Kesha. We'll be honest here. It's probably Kesha. Um, So what we can do is sell a bunch of sourced yet high quality bourbon uh, under a different label to make some money in the meantime. That makes sense. That's probably more likely. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, I mean, the alternative here is that you could use small barrels and sell stuff before it's really mature or potentially over mature in small barrels. And uh, the alternative is that, but they didn't want to do that. They always wanted to age with 53 gallon barrels. And so what they did was, yeah, they sourced whiskey from MGP. Uh, and basically, especially in the beginning in 2014, the area or time frame, uh, they sold a brand called OKI, which was the brand of their own. Uh, and the, re- the reason it's called OKI is because of three states o for ohio k for kentucky and i for indiana it was distilled and aged in indiana bottled in kentucky and enjoyed in ohio basically ohio only seems to take uh part of this situation it didn't really help out with the whole thing uh just likes to enjoy the fruits of indiana and kentucky's labor Uh, but i digress friggin Uh, ohio friggin ohio (laughs) It's one of the states. I think I've mentioned this before. It's one of the states that I uh, do pricing for in my in my department. And Ohio mm-hmm. is like lame, but also enormous in terms of there's a lot of people. Living hey, in Ohio. That was my uh, nickname in high school. Lame, lame and enormous. And enormous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, which reminds me, I still got to think of a perfect time to say that was the song of my people. Uh, but that day will People's minds will explode when I pull out the perfect moment for that joke. You're, you're not overhyping it by any means. No, no, it's going to be perfect. And I'm saving it. I'm like 
saving myself for this marriage between me and that phrase. So um, anyway, OKI uh, was some really good MGP bourbon and not just one type of bourbon either. Uh, there were different OKI age statements, different cast strength options, and even some barrel picks. And they are apparently still selling it. As I saw uh, John from Embellish Podcast on Instagram seemed to score a bottle recently. So shout out to Yo John. Geez. Yep. And uh, and I think it was uh, I, I think it was just so much of a hit basically in the early days of uh, New Riff that they just basically brought it back and didn't need to like raise funds for more bottles or anything. I think they were just like, no, this is this is worth bringing back. I don't know though, so I took a guess there. Uh, but when New Riff's products hit four year uh, hit like four years old, uh, they started mm-hmm. bottling them. And here's another cool thing about New Riff: all the whiskey they make are at least four years, and they are either bottled in bond or are cast strength single barrels. Uh, even their rye, so they have a straight rye, straight bourbon, which are both bottled in bond. Uh, so at four years there and uh, hundred proof. Otherwise, they have uh, single barrels, which are all um, single barrel barrel proofs. And they take their grain. They buy very seriously. Uh, they want very uh, high quality corn, rye, and malted barley. Uh, and their goal is to become one of the great American distilleries. And that's on their website. Like, it's like their goal. And they're, they're usually a fan favorite, especially with these single barrels. Uh, it's nice to just see a distillery that's uh, big into cast strength single barrels. Uh, because each bottle and each barrel is is truly unique, which I think is cool. So let's uh, talk about what makes the pour we're drinking today so unique. Uh, like I said, we're drinking New Rift Single Barrel uh, Bourbon. It is aged four years. Uh, Mashville is 65% corn, 30% rye, 5% malted barley, which is pretty darn high rye bourbon uh when you get 30 percent rye in a bourbon mash bill that's that's pretty pretty high rye uh the specific proof of this cast strength single barrel is 104.7 uh you know when like i said when you get single barrel barrel proofs like this it's always going to be different from barrel to barrel uh so we could probably even like if we wanted to do two barrels and we could probably tell the differences between it which is kind of cool but we're not going to do that today of course uh, they are very proud to say on their bottle that it is not chill filtered. Hey, that's the name yeah, of the podcast. Not the, not the name <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> uh, nice. you've done that. I know. I, I feel like I, you know, we've we've done a few guest episodes. We did the uh, A Smith Bowman and we did the Grease episode, which were great. And then we did a few Vegas episodes, which were fun. Well, and but then I, previous to that, I had the you know, I had a. Who gives a dram and embellish pot on? So we've done yeah. quite a few. It's been a while since we've like been in a regular routine. Yeah, and I love a regular routine, and I feel like that's when we get the most uh, interaction between us and our listeners, especially is when we're like on a roll. Uh, so, and, and there's something we love about that. There's something we love about hitting up, uh, you know, our our people on Instagram and stuff like that. And if you're on Instagram and you've never hit us up and you've been a listener for a while, why not? Why not hit us up? Because we're Still going to respond to you. Anyway, <laughs> we're not that big yet. So we're getting not there. That we're but... like you say, like, like we're not, we may not respond nicely. We're going to go kick. You're going to get a response. All right. Vision. We'll stick a boot in your butt. That's the American way. <laughs> the chill filtered way. <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, 
so yeah, really nice uh, frosted black bottle uh, and uh, total wine price. Uh, I didn't check total wine, but I did check their website. Their website doesn't ship typically those the bottles, uh, but you could pick it up at the gift shop uh, for $49.99. For a single barrel barrel proof at $49.99 from a smaller distillery, that's a great price. Uh, so I've never seen it in Arizona. I hear it's a lot easier to get out uh, in the Kentucky area. Yeah, so. Easton, uh, closer to the Appalachians. Yeah, it's a, it, Appalachian. What do, call, what do you call Kentucky? You don't call it the. It's definitely not the Midwest, and it's definitely it's not purely East Coast, South, right? It's, it's definitely not the, the South. South, but it's but yeah, that's the thing. Is like, is it that Southern? I mean, it is. Don't get me wrong. Kentucky is Southern. You've heard John from John Hughes' accent and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's but, just considered Southern. Yeah, it's definitely Southern, but I don't Maybe. know. Is it like? But because there's south and there's deep though. south, and yeah. where's the Mason? And then anything south of the Mason Dixon line. So, is so you're Mason-Dixon telling me Maryland is south, though. Is Maryland south of the Mason Dixon? Yes. Is it really? It's right below Pennsylvania. Well, I don't know, Cole. I don't know either. I'm gonna look this up I think later. Kentucky's south. You ever like look up a band on Google? Like you're like, oh type in like the national or something like that and then it says okay. what genre they are and sometimes it's like a really funny sounding genre it's like nothing like i don't know i was looking up um uh the cure recently i'm like what is the cure and then i forgot it's like new wave um, yeah is the big is genre said? but there's like also sub genres that they'll give sometimes and it's pretty funny when you like look up these genres and they're like i forget i was looking up something the other day i couldn't tell you what <gasps> oh. band it was off the bat but mm-hmm. yeah so mm. you're right. Kentucky is, and you reminded me of this. Kentucky is Southern New Wave. That's yeah, what they yeah. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like Southern Rock, where like something like Leonard Skinner or something like that. Um, yeah, like let's Skinner. crack this uh, this cork, and by cork I mean a little sample bottle top, and let's drink some uh, New Rift Single Barrel. So where did we get this sample from? We got this a long time ago. This is I a Bryce Marita joint. Oh, is and make sure you get this bottle. Um, Hold it closer to the camera because because we do have two. The other one is a um, straight bourbon. Yeah, you got that, it. So this is the Bryce Marita. Perfect. Okay, yep. that's one. Mm-hmm. Bryce Marita. What a what and a stuff. Yeah, what a guy. Uh, for the for the listener that sent us the uh, New Riff straight bourbon. Let us know because I can't seem to figure out who that person was. I knew this one was a Bryce Marita joint, uh, but I apologize deeply that I don't know who gave us the straight bourbon that we have that we are going to drink, but we haven't drank yet on the podcast. So, so. I'm fairly certain when okay, so I didn't remember who sent us this one, and so apparently it's Bryce. I think when I got this from Bryce, it was the beginning of COVID. I just sanitized everything. And I mm-hmm. think I sanitized a label of one of those samples off. Mm. So we got to figure out which label that is. Of Bryce's? Yes, I'm pretty yeah. sure. On the masking it's tape? Masking tape. Mm-hmm. Which we'll is, I out. mean, I use painter's tape. So I don't know. I think masking tape is a step above. So Yeah, I'd say so. He's a classy yeah. man, that Bryce. Classy man. Yeah. Uh, what do you think this knows? Um, it's, it's kind of light to me. I'm really, I'm, I mean, it's, it's smelling good. I, I like it. I mean, it's, I think it's, to me, it just smells like a good bourbon. 
nice uh apple-y caramely vanilla like it's really like a good bourbon to me i'm only getting like hints of oak i'm not getting too much more than that but maybe it's just maybe my pour was cold or something or maybe i'm like losing my sense of smell COVID. Uh oh no no seriously though i thought about that this week dude like, i'm not ready for that i i losing your smell and taste and hosting a whiskey podcast dude and some people don't get it back like as originally was like some people like don't recover in the taste and smell range yeah so it hopefully doesn't happen to us because every episode be like what's what kind of nose you get rob i got sars yeah it smells like sars yeah <laughs> smells like oh, it'd be awful uh my friend, he's like huge into peanut butter and he like can't eat peanut butter anymore since he got COVID. Really? Like, oh dang. Man. Giving up peanut butter. Be rough. So I get a really good apple. So this reminds me really? a lot. Yeah. So I gotta warm this, this up more. Reminds me a lot of like uh, a few bottles I've had of Henry McKenna bottle and bond. Mm-hmm. It, to me right now, it just smells like an apple bomb. Like I'm getting tons of apples, a little bit of oak, that vanilla. It just smells like a great bourbon so far. Is that a Woodenville um, Glencairn? It is a Woodenville Glencairn. From Washington State? From, from Woodenville, Washington. <laughs> One of Totes. I forgot that. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'm so- only getting oak on this nose. Yeah, but we'll see. I'm uh, going to take a sip after, mm-hmm. after you discuss what you think. Okay. So for me, the nose was there. On the palate, it's de- it feels a little hotter, in the sense of uh, you can't. There's n- you know the alcohol is very present, not vapory present, but just mm. tongue numbing, kind of there. Um, it's nice on the on the palate. I get a little bit of like a um, oh gosh, what what is it? The uh, Evan Williams kind of that nutty. Kind uh-huh. of nutties are really good. A little note. bit of yeah. nuttiness. Mm-hmm. Um, this dickle tastes like nuts. <laughs> I don't know what Go are you on. getting. No, I, you know, I I think the nutty note is actually a really good call. The first two notes I got were oak and young oak. Uh, it doesn't doesn't seem super well aged to me. Um, it doesn't taste like a small barrel, which is good. I. I Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad, uh, but I can always tell when you overage on a small barrel. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a little immature to me, uh, okay. a little oaky. I'm not getting. There's a little bit of sweetness to it, but I'm not. And the nuttiness was a really good note, which I didn't catch at first. Uh, like almost like a yeah, like a peanutty or even like a almondy pecani nuttiness pecan mm-hmm. not almond i think almond has a little sweeter well if it weren't it. the almond flavor more so the almond nut yeah i don't know gotcha oh no yeah. i see you said almond i just go direct to flavor mm-hmm. um yeah this um it i think like evan williams bottled and bond uh price wise is definitely cheaper but i feel like you get like the, a little too for me it gets a little more a little too far on the sweet side uh-huh. This isn't overly sweet for me, but it's similar to that in the just the flavor profile. I get a good bourbon apple kind of a thing uh, uh-huh. on the palate, and as with the uh, same with the uh, like nuts. So it's a little nutty. I, res- 
I respect your your Apple Note, but I'm not getting any of that. Yeah. Okay. Not even on the like a pal- on the nose. Still, you're not getting much. Not a bit. Maybe something's off with my nose today, but um, I'm only yeah, getting a little bit of lately. oak. Yeah. Well, you know, once we're going, <laughs> you know, live with this, I can make it more of a this video good, worth good more watching or worth watching more. Yeah. More worth watching. So more worth I, watching. One of the things I tell my students, like I get kids just pick their nose. And when you're standing in front of the class, they, none of them ever think you're really looking at them. But as a teacher, you're looking at all of them. Right? Yeah. yeah for so sure. As soon as someone's hand goes up, you're like, you see it. And you're like, you're like, dude, quit picking. Your nose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I always tell my kids, I'm like, hey, listen, you got to pick your nose. Like, like sometimes you're you got a booger that needs a little finger love. Mm-hmm. And you just gotta go to the bathroom, blow that sucker, and then if you gotta get that finger up there, do it in the bathroom. I yeah. don't want to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe that's what your palate and your uh, you know, nose. Maybe I just need a good nose pick. You got a booger that needs a little finger love. So yeah. Actually, now that I say it on the podcast, and sounds pretty dirty. School, it <laughs> wait. Do you literally say that that phrase at at school? The finger love so, phrase. I say something similar to that. I don't know if that's exactly what I say, but now that I say it on the podcast, my mind is not in like innocent teacher mode it's more like yeah. in goofy middle schoolers will lose it <laughs> golly oh man they're like mommy mommy <laughs> mr Dedlow said finger love <laughs> oh gosh i gotta go talk to i don't think i say that I have, <laughs> you're like i gotta send some emails <laughs> i have some great pairs in my room that if i would have said it in that phrasing they would have they would have been like robbed no yeah so man. you ever seen um this is really weird um uh what do you call it uh reference uh but have you ever see you've probably seen uh american psycho yeah yeah where he like basically excuses himself he's like like i was like oh i gotta send some emails where he's like i gotta go return some tapes (laughs) 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 i don't know if you remember that part but yeah so yeah i just uh added some water i didn't give it a full swirly poo or a matte job yet but um the old old finger finger love Yeah, because your fingers just get around that glass and just yeah. swirl, 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 finger love. Yeah, I think it's a better nose. It's a little more bright, um, but I'm still not getting like apples. And don't get me wrong, you probably are getting really good apple notes, but I'm just getting like notes of oak, and not it's nothing too crazy. But like I said, it's I'm not yet impressed by this bourbon. I like how you say notes of oak. That to me, that sounds like america's answer to sweden's ace of base oh yeah well america's got notes of oak yeah we'll stick ace a boot in your butt <laughs> notes of oak yeah uh boots and butts drive me nuts mm-hmm. booyah full circle so full i get on circle <laughs> and bushes <laughs> baked beans <laughs> um on the nose i get it's a little more vapor for me but it's i still get a little apple so maybe maybe i'm not completely off base for my nose but we're not quite meeting in the middle here and that's okay you know it's funny um uh connor from uh who Who gives gives a dram dram? Mm -hmm. reached out and he was like uh talking about how certain people don't like new rift bourbon um and so we were like confused because we had a really good uh, experience with the new rift rye the single barrel Mm -hmm. rye on that episode uh but this one it's funny how we're kind of both going not opposite directions, but we're not close yet in our notes, yeah. uh, which is this is one of the biggest splits in notes, although that nuttiness is a really good meet in the middle point. 
huh i can't get by that oak and it's not bad it's just i don't smell caramel i don't smell vanilla i don't smell apples it's just oak so with water i don't like it it, mm. it kind of it goes to a sour point like there's something mm. like which i don't know if i i typically get with whiskey i don't think, remember feeling like that way with anything lately at least they're big about their sour mash but that actually doesn't translate to the final yeah it, it just goes kind of like a sourness there's the nuttiness is there um and oaky it's a little i can taste the oak a little bit more but it hits a weird sourness to it so i don't know mm. um yeah neat was better than water i'll say that much so far i'm gonna drop <laughs> a cube um so far, I'm not really impressed. It's not bad. This is not a bad bourbon. It's just not no. a good bourbon yet for me. For me. Yeah, I know. Like, so far, the only thing I can compare the two, which I've said, is just Evan Williams bottle and bot. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at what, 30 bucks cheaper? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, might as well go there. I will. All that being said, I know there's a lot of hype behind New Yeah. Mm-hmm. and some stuff like we like the single barrel rye we had was that what it was single barrel rye? yeah mm-hmm. that was i was i was really great rye impressed the by price it. Yeah, especially it was really good mm-hmm. really good this yeah. is you know i don't know it's like a slightly more impressive evan williams right yeah mm-hmm. but worth the difference i don't know yet yeah yeah but we'll see with the ice maybe the ice will redeem everything so i'm so far i'm liking the nose on the ice it's uh, maybe my I just need to pick my nose, man, because I'm getting nothing on this. Yeah, no one's watching, it's just us on the podcast. Hey, yeah. If you start if you start digging, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna oh. now let's be honest, Cole, Robbie. How far can a finger go in a man's <laughs> nose? Let's be honest, Robbie. Are okay. you a nose picker? Um, when no one's looking. Yeah, when the occasion calls for it. Yeah. No, I'm you, not uh, not even ashamed in front of my wife. Yeah. No, it's one of those things where you blow your nose. You gotta blow your nose first. Yeah. Um, and if it doesn't come with, the, sometimes a boogie needs a nudge, right? Yeah. Give that boogie a nudge. Nudge and blow. Yeah. It's so. funny. Like, even back, she'll get these little boogies we'll see right up her nostrils. And we'll, like, you know, we have, uh, we have like a spray that's like a saline spray yeah. that can help it get, help like boogies get out. But it's funny. Do you ever like, use it on yourself? No. Is it good? I, yeah. There's time, like, if, if I'm a little, little like, I got a boogie that won't nudge, you do a little huh. bit of that, do a blow. You're good to go. Wow. Oh you my should gosh. Write a Did commercial. I just write a commercial? Yeah. Oh, man. Did we, did we just did mind we just, meld? We're, uh, we're, we're like we just jinxing. Friends? Yeah. Did we just become friends? <laughs> what's the, what's the lot? Do we just become best friends? Yeah. Um, we, you know, so much room for activities and stuff. You know what I will tell you? So Ooh, I got a little bit of apple that time. I'm digging the nose with the ice. To me, it's, uh, it's, a little fainter than was neat. Yeah. But it's got an, there's like a crispness to it. Like it's mm-hmm. not, because it was just funny because you were also saying like you weren't getting like a lot from the nose neat. I yeah. got a lot from the nose. It was like, it was nothing super vibrant, mm-hmm. like standing out one note or the other, but it was definitely there. This is kind of mellowed, but it's kind of nice and crisp. It feels, you know. Yeah. Um, kind of like uh i don't know what to say anyway you know for a cast strength though i can straight up shove my nose in this thing and maybe it maybe it's just where my nose is at right now maybe there's a boogie or two up there but like i can full <laughs> full schnoz this and not have to cough which you you almost did a rail measure. of bourbon there man your nose is so far deep yeah. in that glen Karen. 
Yeah, yeah whole line. This of is it. cast strength, isn't it? Yeah, one one hundred four point seven. I want to say was yeah. That's a that's a low cask. No, for sure. And four years doesn't do too much for that. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're, they're, you're losing a lot of evaporation, right? Exactly. In four years, yeah. you do lose some for sure. But like after like twelve years is really where you get like half like as yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends on your entry or your barrel entry proof, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if if I were to guess, their barrel entry proof was was somewhere around a uh, hundred uh, or or potentially less. So, yeah. Um, palette wise, I'm not getting a lot out of it. Like it's got a nice. It's not bad. That sour note's not there for me, which is nice. Um, but it's just, it's just not hitting too hard or too well on anything. There's yeah, really. Yeah, that that youthful oak note is still there, and it's drawn out a little more with the ice. I I think I know my rating already. Why don't you go for it? So. Remember Cole's secondary rating scale? Remember that? You've kind of gotten away from that, haven't you? I or have. You, kind of, you don't bring actually. You don't bring it up. Not as much you as I used hit, to. You hit, you hit on it though. Yeah. So I still I still write it on my template for my notes. Uh, first is never drink again. Second is meh. Uh, third is like it. Then love it. Then exceptional. Then tops I've ever had. And this honestly is a meh. Uh, I'm gonna give this a six point eight. Okay, uh, it's not bad. I could drink it. I've had worse. I've had a lot worse, like that Floki, um, yeah. recently <laughs> at least. But um, this is drinkable. But I'm just like, meh. I but I respect New Riff, and and the thing is, I think they're actually trying to get higher ages in their product. Uh, over time i think they're intending to get more than four years uh on releases and i respect that a lot respect what they're doing uh they are and and even their rye is a great product but this is nothing special to me Uh, i hate to say it Uh, yeah so i'm gonna give it a 6.8 did you hear a really loud sound no you i did so hopefully that doesn't show up on the on the thing Hmm. uh anyway um what, what what was your rating again? Six point eight. Six point eight. Okay, I am at a seven point two. Okay. Um, it's good, but again, for the price, like I, you know, I think I would if I saw in Boise. If it's something I didn't see a lot, it's worth picking up. It's worth checking out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, worth having. You know, if I saw it in Boise, I'd pick it up just because mm-hmm. I don't see it. We don't get a lot of new route. Yeah. Um, if I was in Kentucky, mm-hmm. the new wave of the South, South New Wave. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh man, I keep getting a crazy sound in uh, in your earbuds. In my earbuds, maybe it's my earbud connection. Weird. Um, it's like it's like a haunt, haunting sound. Mm-hmm. Um, Creepy. Oh man, your dad's your father in law's coming. Maybe he's bringing the ghost with him. Maybe the ghost preceded him. Maybe there's a phantom ghost deuce coming your way. Yeah. Um, uh ghost deuce anyway <laughs> what'd you say yeah because then when you stayed at their house you took a ghost deuce oh i forgot about the, the turkey dump poo poo yeah mm-hmm. yeah so anyway uh i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna go 7.2 on this it's good mm-hmm. it's you know if if you got a lot of it around you maybe just get some evan williams so mm-hmm. that's what i'm thinking 
But note, listeners, that this might just be a bad batch of maybe um, a cast strength single barrel. Um, and so don't give up on them because we said this. Try it out yourself for sure. Yeah. No, we we love the love that rye. This was okay. Yeah, it was for sure. To some of us, but yeah. Mm-hmm. All um, right. Let's send it to uh quickly to our one of our favorite segments of the show. Let's send it to Whiskey World News. Yeah, we're back. All <laughs> right, it's time for the part of the show that we call what whiskey world news? Gosh dang! <laughs> what whiskey world news is best? What what whiskey world news? And nobody voted on it, so it's awful. <sighs> no, what? No world? What? Nope. Whiskey world news nailed it. <laughs> right? Okay. Anyway, part of the show where we read an article and we talk about it. Uh, Cole, you've got to be super excited for this article. Super excited. This one comes from the Whiskey Wash and our all-time number one. Favorite author of Nino the article, Kilgore Marchetti. Marchetti. I love yes, that. and it's titled "New Jack Daniels Bottle and Bond Whiskeys," possibly coming soon. Nice. Um, so, and again, it's written by Nino Kilgore. Kilgore. Uh, anyway, here we go. The Jack Daniels American whiskey brand in modern times has one labeled bottle and bond expression at market, known as Jack Daniels Bottle and Bond. It was released largely in global travel retail offering back in 2018. Now, according to two recently TTB approved bottle labels, we could see more releases under this consideration. What's TTTB? TTB. Uh, it's like the governing body of uh, you have to submit uh, your it's basically like like I forget what the um, it's not like basically you have to say you have to submit to them before you release a uh, new line or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So totally so basically they like bottles. the department of insurance for insurers. It's like you have exactly. to go through them first. Yeah. Okay. So keeping in mind the caveat that not all things which appear in the TTB label approved database always come to market. Let his, let's examine these two offerings. The first is called Jack Daniels bonded Tennessee whiskey. Described by the brand as being aged in select barrels for an added depth and character, it fulfills the criteria for bottled in bond, being distilled by a single distiller during a single season and matured in a government bonded warehouse for at least four years. Jack Daniels Daniels, uh, bonded Tennessee whiskey, uh, bottled at 100 proof, is said to be a big, bold Tennessee whiskey with layered notes of caramel, rich oak, and spice, giving way to pleasantly lingering finish. Joining it is the Daniels Triple Mash Blended Straight Whiskey. It is described as a blend of bonded American malt, rye, and Tennessee whiskeys. That it also meets the requirement for bottle and bond, including being bottled at 100 proof. Further notes on it indicate it to be a blend of three bonded whiskeys with a pleasant notes of honey, malt, and soft oak, leading to a long-lasting, well-finished finish. Well-rounded finish. Wow, it's like, interesting, <laughs> Nino. <laughs> As is pretty <laughs> much always the case when learning about new whiskeys through the TTB, no official information is available yet, as of yet regarding things like when it will be available, how much it will cost, and if the domestic or global travel release like Bonnet Expression from three years back. So that's it, Cole. Any thoughts? 
Yeah, a few things come to mind is that I do remember actually we did a Whiskey World News on this probably back in 2018, 2019 about this where it was like I remember it was only at uh, duty free stores and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I would be interested in it. See, there's Jack Daniel's standard, you know, mm-hmm. the, I want to say 80 proof. And then there's jack daniels barrel proof or single barrel barrel proof which can be fantastic uh can be you know the top stuff and 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 i've heard of certain barrel proof releases like even the grease was talking about it on our episode like sometimes they kill it in the barrel proof range uh and their barrel proof rye was something special for sure but uh somewhere in the middle at 100 proof and at least four years old that's a gamble uh, to me of of like, would I buy it if I saw it on the shelf today? I would probably want to hear what people think about it first. So there's, you know, there's certain times where I'll, I'll hear about a product, like something like Russell's 13, where it's like, yeah, I'd buy that immediately and see what it tastes like. Uh, mm-hmm. But then there's certain products like, I don't know, like recently I saw old Ezra uh, or Ezra seven barrel proof or was it barrel proof? Yeah. Cask or something like that um on a shelf and i was like i don't know i mean plus we've had it on the podcast so i can't Mm -hmm. give that one too much attention but uh there's times where a new release will come out and i'm like i'm not ready to hop on it like uh here's a good example i saw the heaven's door uh tennessee whiskey knocking on heaven's Heaven's door but anyway uh, they did the red breast cask finish, which we did a whiskey world news on. Yep. Um, and, and I, it was like over a hundred bucks though. So I'm like, is it worth it? I don't know. I would really love to try it to be honest. But, um, but there's certain times where I'm like not willing to spend that much. I'm curious what the, uh, bottled and bond Jack Daniels would be. But if it's like more than like 45 bucks, I might not spend on it yet. Unless I hear it's like fantastic in general. Um, so that's my thoughts. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I don't have too many thoughts. My mm. only thought really is though, is like, I'm interested because you know, like the, uh, single barrel rye phenomenal. It's been it's yeah. really good, but I think mm. you got to go look. I think you, you, the good point is like, what's the price? Yeah. What's the price? Mm. What's the availability? Um, for sure. You know, if I see it, I'd probably grab it at the right, the right price. Mm. Uh, it's kind of a thing. So I don't know. It's yeah. interesting. We'll check it out. Mm. So yeah, that's for sure. all I got okay cool all right so uh okay now it's cool, time cool. for what whiskey would you choose do you have the results from uh this past week which we haven't done in a long time which i'm very excited to do you know it's funny because uh we were talking about it. you like can you put up all the old uh what mm-hmm. whiskeys would you was like yeah i'll totally. get to it and then like you're like can we record her then it's like yeah so you know <laughs> we'll do more next week we'll do some catch-up ones next week absolutely and oh my goodness i had i had my phone on it and now it's not on it give me a second cold what, what color is this whiskey uh this whiskey is uh clear perfectly clear because uh my bottle is empty all right and, hey cool uh, you know what no one cares oh, so anyway. cut me off <laughs> so <laughs> shut up shut up shut up shut up <laughs> last week's what whiskey would you choose was what's your movie theater whiskey oh yeah and uh cole went a little a lot fancier than i did yeah but um, didn't do but too when, well but when I was listening to, like, when you mentioned, like, when I go to, like, so I, it's so rare that I go to movies now. 
that mm-hmm. you said I want something special, and that resonated with me. So I would vote for you. I voted for you. I think nice. Uh, and I always just went with like, just give me something that's a little bit higher proof that I can throw in my coke. I mm-hmm. went with old granddad bottle and bond. Cole went with red breast twelve, and I won seventy three percent to twenty seven percent. Yeah, you killed me. Yeah, um, but I see where you went there. So we had a couple write ins here. I, I don't blame anyone for not writing in too much mm-hmm. because it's been a while. But yeah. Uh, Marco and Casey went with one we mentioned today. Evan Williams, Bottom Bond, Wild Turkey One, or Early Time Bottom Bond. Nice. Right there with you, man. Like All great examples. B.I.B.'s, baby. The second vote writing we had for Wild Turkey 101, Miles Ferguson. Yeah. Currently, he says, he's currently in my way cool chill filtered flask for golf. Darn so right. He's got to go with that. So golf, movies, there you go. Uh, this one, this is someone I haven't seen uh, come yeah, on yet. Yeah, new guy. Mm-hmm. J.R. Field 12, Lucky 7, The Hold Up. Do you, have you had that? So I looked at it. It's a, I want to say it's a 12-year sourced whiskey. They're, they're not afraid to say it's sourced. And uh, it looked very good. It looked uh, pretty classy. And it was over 100 bucks. I want to say, per the bottle. Um, so well, that's I'm, a special I'm intrigued. One. Hey, it, it, listener, uh, what whatever your name is. Uh, J, Junior Field 12. JR Junior Field, Field 12. 12. If you want to hit us up, uh, maybe we can maybe we can review that for you. But no no pressure. No pressure. No, 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 no. Totally. And then uh, I think this is another new write-in. It's I Am Liam Odin. Is that a new one? Or is that I've seen one? him like a lot of our stuff, but, uh, but I don't know if he's spoken up recently. So we writer. love that Liam is speaking up. Same with Junior Field 12, man. Good to hear from you guys. Yeah, we'll take it. But I am Liam Odin, went with Old Granddad 114. And that I I would go with that if it was available. But yeah, we're right on the same track. If you ever want me to get that for you, I think it's a lot more available in Arizona. So is it, you know, Mm. it's it's one of those bottles where it's like, if I see it, I'll grab it. It's Mm. not one I need to have, but it's like, if I see it, I'll grab it because it's a good price. It's a good bottle. Did you get your whiskey stipend today? I did. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Patreon peeps. Oh, man. Robbie's Patreon got his whiskey stipend this month. I'm going to do some shopping. Yeah. So, And Did we'll you? send some pics of what we what Robbie gets. So, so Robbie does shine in. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Cole, we failed again. We didn't talk about what we we're going to do for this week's what whiskey we choose. Do you but I got one. Oh, Cole yeah. coming in at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Yep. Snatching so, that hat from under the door. Way to go, Indy. Here to help. Um, <laughs> I was, yeah, so we have the, um, we've talked about this recently of like, what was the first whiskey that introduced you to the note of blank? And oh, so God. I have one for okay. this week. Um, and it's dried <sighs> fruits. What is the first whiskey that introduced oh, okay. you to the note of like dried fruits? And I definitely have one that sticks in my mind. I don't know about you, Robbie. Why don't you go first? Okay, cool. So when I think of dried fruits, I often think about Highland scotches uh, or potentially Speyside scotches or both at the same time. Uh, But I, the first thing that came to my mind was Macallan 12, actually. Uh, Really introduced me to a standard dried apricots, dried pears uh, note uh, which in my mind is is not always my favorite note. Uh, I usually like a richer brown sugary with that. Um, but Macallan is uh, like, don't get me wrong. Macallan 18 and, and higher are good pours. Like even like rare cask or um, I haven't had Macallan M yet, but uh, I've had some nicer Macallans like Macallan 25 uh, and they're great. But I, at, 
like for example mccallan 12 standard is like okay to me uh but yeah it definitely introduced me to the note of um like dried fruit so yeah all right so again cool we've talked about this i suck Mm -hmm. at these you have a better memory than i do uh typically i go yeah i like this or no it tastes like sheep's dung that's Mm -hmm. kind of my my scale Um, okay far as i can recall i want to say balvaney 12 that's a good one i get some like uh like some, dried like, like raisins and raisins uh, and i yeah. want to say apricots too maybe heck yeah i'm with so you I'm, i might be wrong there but no you're from, right like i said you're my right. memory my memory might be failing me so i'm gonna go balvaney 12 so love it yeah so what would you said what'd you say mccallan uh 12 Count 12, Malvaney mm-hmm. 12. Ooh, a couple yeah. 12-year-olds duking it out. Seventh duking grade style. It out. <laughs> so what do you say? Now that we're done, um, what was you to choose? We got to decide what we're going to drink next week or at least, mm-hmm. at least put it up against the two-pick Tuesday. That's what do you true. say about a non-American whiskey? Um, if you got a strong back, we could use you. Oh, whiskey. Um, <laughs> sure, sounds good. We'll stick a boot in your butt. <laughs> Booting your butt drives me nuts. So, um, what's his name? Uh, Sean Ciaro um, sent us a few single malts outside of the U.S. One that's calling my name is uh, uh, Dalmore King Alexander the Third. Ooh, that sounds yeah. fancy. And I don't have my list in front of me, Cole. So why don't you pick the second one? Okay, so we're gonna go Dalmore, and then we're gonna go. Um, yeah, Glen Morangi Signet, which is a, a pretty expensive bottle. Uh, they're both very expensive bottles, don't get me wrong, but they're both classy uh, Highland uh, scotches. So, yeah, Dalmer King Alexander III and uh, Glen Morangi Signet, which is um, quite the poor, both of them are. Um, so we'll put that up uh, next week. I hope all of you can chime in on what you think. And uh, and I hope uh, you had a good time this episode. Mm-hmm. Cool. I hope when our listeners listen to this episode, they do a full body smile and poop themselves a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I hope they don't hear a haunting sound in their earbuds uh, like you <laughs> have tonight. Yeah. I keep hearing it and I really hope really? it doesn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's crazy. Because <laughs> I was going to say, I hope my haunted sound didn't come through. But listeners, most of all, I hope our love of spirits lifted yours. <laughs> <laughs>